0: Welcome back to Weekly Impact. Today is Tuesday, May 22nd. I am Brent Smith. Um, around the table today, I'm joined by Phil Nelson and Daniel Yelverton, and we also have a special guest here today, uh, Nathan Houchins. Say hi, real quick. Hello. <laughs> so um, today we are going to deviate a little bit, like we did a few weeks ago when we talked about the Orange Conference. We're going to deviate from our typical chapter a day that we do because we want to have a conversation uh, with you guys and um, and have somebody share some awesome stuff. But um, So anyway, today, if we were on our chapter, we would be in Mark 14. As you're reading along with us, that's the chapter that we're on today. Before we get Nathan set up to share with us, um, Daniel, can you give them, if they're going to read uh, Mark 14 today, which I hope they are, um, can you give them just a little recap of what's going to happen in that chapter?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, you- so Mark 14 is, is we're coming to the close of the book of Mark. There's only 16 chapters in the book of Mark, and uh, Jesus is, this is the events leading up to Jesus' death. And uh, such a powerful thing is you're looking at all the things that are transpiring and all that Jesus is doing up and before Uh, he ends up uh, ultimately being crucified, and so it kind of walks through Peter's denial, uh, Jesus' prayers in Gethsemane, um, the time when he's before the Council of Jerusalem, and then all the way up until where Peter actually denies Jesus while he's on trial. And so uh, very just powerful stuff as we're seeing uh, kind of Jesus um, kind of walking into the waning moments of uh, his life before the resurrection, uh, so right right before his death. And uh, so it's it can always be a sobering thing, but also just a really uh, impactful thing to think of all of the stuff that he was going through up into the moments of his crucifixion because it was all for us. And because of the crucifixion and uh, consequently the resurrection, we get to proclaim all the awesome things that God's doing. And, and that's kind of why we wanted to deviate a little bit because God's been doing some amazing things in our guys, especially for the guys that went to man camp. And so it, it fits really well with what's going on here with the chapter date because Jesus' death made a lot of this, and resurrection made all of this possible. The redemption and all the amazing stories that we have in our life is because right. of Jesus' work.
2: Yeah. And I would add to that too, as you're reading it, if you were able to uh, experience the walkthrough, the Good Friday walkthrough, um, a lot of Mark 14 uh, was covered and experienced through that. So if you were able to be a part of that, uh, I think Mark 14 will jump off the page for you and uh, bring back some memories you had. If you weren't able to be a part of that Good Friday experience here at Elevation Community Church. You can catch it on Facebook. They have a Facebook Live of the whole uh, walkthrough, and I encourage you to do that. It's not as probably powerful and personal as it was uh, being a part of it live, but it's still there for you. Yeah. Um, And so, Nathan, we're going
0: to get into what you'd like to share with us today. I will say um, being the host, I guess, of the podcast, uh, thinking about segues and stuff. It was perfect when you said we're going to talk about the great things that God is doing. So right. um, everybody, this is Nathan Houchins. He's a good friend of ours here um, at the church, one of our Elevation family members. Um, and he wanted to come share something with us today. So Nathan, the floor is yours.
3: Well, I wanted to share my uh, testimony with you guys. Um, I think we go through times and trials, um, and like Daniel was saying, for a reason, and God teaches us different things but we're not supposed to hold those in we're supposed to share those. So this is my testimony for the last um, pretty much 3 years and where we're um going and where we're what God's been doing in our life and in my family's life and where we're um headed towards and what we're entering now. Um it's pretty awesome. So bear with me. I'll try to hold my emotions back but it's it's pretty overwhelming sometimes. So
2: let it fly, baby. <laughs> fly. Let it fly. Now, yeah.
3: Um, a few years ago, um, I uh, prayed for some change. Um, there was a lot going on in our lives and with my family and stuff. And um, at this time, I was working with somebody um, for a handyman business and stuff. We end up um, getting laid off just right at Christmas. And if you're like the typical family, it's always Christmas time's hard. You get you go through the money stuff and things, and it's always a financial burden. And then you, you, you end up in this what we call cycle. And uh, so that's kind of where we were at. So at that time, I uh, went up to my pastor, Phil Nelson, and talked to him about, you know, the cycle and what I was going through and (laughs) kind of where we were at, and I felt stuck and, and just alone and the best words that he could tell me is, um, he said, "You know, get your head out of your keister." So, <laughs> but um, and you're it's not alone. Solid pastor advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's in people. the Bible somewhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, other people are out there going through the same thing, and, and everybody's stuck in their cycle. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit there and and keep doing this over and over and every year come to my office and you know, woe yeah. is me? Yeah. Um, so I took that and said, okay, we're going to do something. And I'm um, really started praying about it and stuff. And um, talked to my wife, it's like, man, I'm able to break the cycle. And what can we do? You know, we, we have this dream and passion, which I'll mention about, you know, a campground and a vision of a uh, doing something for kids and adults and stuff and bring families together and not knowing exactly what that is, but um, there's more to come. So, so i I started uh, doing a few things for myself and then doing some odd jobs and stuff and uh, the job tried to call me back and again, I went back to my pastor and said, you know look, I don't know what to do I, I feel like you know I'm really starting to make some changes in my life and stuff and and things I've had this freedom and um again, you know with his wisdom of you know let's list things out what's it like in God's kingdom what's it like in you know, your world and stuff with your job, and I actually sat down and wrote those things out. And um, it's, it's pretty life changing then, too. I mean, because you got to see um, how much time you waste um, with, you know, your family and stuff. And I mean, we get caught up in this world, I think. And um, it's hard because, you know, the world wants you to work. The world wants you to pay your bills and stuff, which you can do. But, man, you can do it in God's world. Mm. I mean, you can. It, it's 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 so real, so true. Mm-hmm. So anyway, basically, the guy tried to call me back. And um, I said, no, I'm not coming back. I'm going to do my own thing. And this is where... You know, you step out in a little faith, and it was a a little back then, but I'm telling you, um, God was good to us, and um, he blessed me with work coming in and stuff like this, and um, I was like, man, we can really do something with this. So at the same time I was doing that, I was able to do a little more with the church and things like stuff that was really on my heart, and um, I helped out with Sports and Arts Camp last year and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool, and that was a blessing back to me um, more than it was, you know, just helping the church. I got more out of that. And it's like, man, this is what I need to be doing. You know, this time is, it's the time I can control uh, my time. You know, I can give it back to God when I want to and stuff like that. And when you operate in the, the world's economy, and I'll use this a lot, but when the world's economy, they want you to, you know, be here, be there, do this, do that, and never take the time out to Spin with God, and, and they put God on the back burner and stuff. So I ended up joining the uh, disciple group, um, which back then I didn't know what that was going to do for me and how that was going to impact me, but um, that was a a yearly thing, and through that I was learning how to pour into other men and and learning about, you know, how to talk to people and, and being more involved in their church and being raised up in this church and how they're, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to Bring other men and women in here to lead them to Christ for one, but then to help share the word, to get it back out for the kingdom of God. So, Mm -hmm. so then, um, man's camp was coming up. Um, at this time, um, we were finding out that my daughter was getting sick at this time and we're not sure what was going on there. And, um, it was really tough. You know, you, you're, you're trying to do the right thing. And then it, it, it was always something, you know, getting in the way or something happening. And, um, this time it was your child being attacked mm-hmm. and um that was pretty tough and for a father um, you felt alone you didn't know where to go you know you prayed to god and stuff and you know it's it, it was hard because I, I, that's how i felt was i was alone i didn't I didn't know what to do but then through the disciple group um man's camp and things then i learned that you need to surround yourself with people and other men and other godly people, and 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 reach out to them, and and uh, so with that we started doing more. We did financial peace. Um, that was a huge step for us and me and my wife because the last one we went through it didn't go so well, but this one was um, very well. We were on the same page. We actually got a lot out of it and said we can do this. This is where God wants us to to be. Um, we want to be able to get the financial freedom so we can move forward to this dream and, and towards his kingdom and stuff. So we ended up doing that and going through that, which was a huge blessing. Um, we started plugging away at the debt and then we started getting busy with Kalen and stuff. And, um, we put the dream on the back burner and it was almost like, man, does do we really need to do this? We're, we're, we're getting older and stuff. I don't know if this is feasible or, you know, I don't know how this is going to happen and stuff. And we actually kind of gave up on it. And then, um, out of the blue, the last disciple meeting, um, and he didn't know this at the time, but um, I me and it's just like, you know, we, we need to figure out what we're going to do. Maybe we'll just, you know, m- move on with our life and, and just, you know, stick to the cycle, you know, and in, in, in the mm-hmm. world. And when we we're at the end of the disciple meeting and stuff and in the prayer, and Phil looked right at me and said, man, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do your dream, your campground. And I knew that that something's going to change, something's going to take off. And he didn't know it at the time, but it meant so much. Mm-hmm. And immediately I went back to Angela and said, you're not going to believe the words that were just spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And then, and again, she was like, you know what, this is what we have to do. I don't know how we're going to do this, but we're going to do it. So end up going to man's camp that year and um, pretty much felt and learned there that I was not alone, that God's going to be with me to lean on other people. Um, I drew a reference at one time. I shared this with my disciple group. But I, I drew a boulder of me pushing it with a little stick guy, pushing it over a mountain, and the cross was on the other side. And I could never get that boulder over that mountain to get to the other side. But the problem was I was doing it alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm not alone. And God is bigger than that boulder, and he can just pick it up and move it. And the people in this church can help me push anything I have over that mountain to get to that cross. So that was huge for me. So um so I started, like I said, surrounding myself with godly men and uh meeting new people and drawing myself closer to some of these guys here at the church. Um and um going into the following year, um I said I'm gonna make some changes. Um I don't know what that looks like yet, but I I, I know I wanna make some new resolutions, as, as everybody says. Um And I uh, periodically I listen to Steve Furtick and stuff. And um, he was like, you know, let's not plan for, you know, the new year and make uh, resolutions. Let's plan how your year is going to look like in the end. What does God got store for you in the end? And I really had to think about that because I'm like, what do I want to be? Where do I want to go? What do I want to see in my life? You know, I'm, I'm disconnected from my kids. My wife's not you know, involved in this church stuff and things. And and she's really seems to be drawing away from me and stuff. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to pray for my family. I'm going to pray for my kids and I'm going to pray for, um, direction. So I started doing this, um, you know, daily as I would drive and stuff like that. And, uh, so Next thing I you know, I started praying with my wife. I'd hug her before she'd leave. I'd hug her and start praying with her because, you know, she couldn't get away. And it's like, so I started <laughs> praying over her and, you know, just a simple prayer of like, have a good day. God, give her, you know, strength and energy to get through the day. And then I just started to pick doing the same thing for my kids, got onto the uh, school bus and mm. it just started picking up from there. And then when I wasn't up in the morning, um, my wife started doing it and you know, the next thing I know, I mean, she was starting to do godly things and, 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 and you know, prayer at the table and stuff. It was just amazing because it all started with the prayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so it was pretty wild. So the other thing we I decided, and we actually we decided to was um, with the financial piece, we were only giving as much as we could give. Um, we was like, no, we're going to start giving off the top. Um, we started giving the 10% back. Um the time, stuff, whatever we needed to do to give back. And we started seeing the blessings and the repercussions of that, which, I mean, I've always, you know, seen from God, you know, giving back to him. Um, And then um, we got into January, and uh, my daughter started getting worse. And um, I think as you start drawing closer to God, you know, somebody doesn't want you to get there. So a lot of things happened in January, and uh, uh, like I said, do- my daughter was getting worse. We had to go to Cleveland to um clinic to see what was going on with her. Um, she got diagnosed with uh, juvenile arthritis and then some other little disease I can't pronounce, but they started low-dose chemo with her and OT and PT. Um, on the way back, we had car issues, and it's like little things started happening. And then the next thing I know— um, my wife went to the emergency i went to the emergency it was like in the emergency room five times and through this all i was calling the guys i've drawn close to um you know alan phil daniel and saying you know hey i need prayer i need prayer sending out to group texts out to the guys i went to man camp and saying i need prayer and um you know it it just it's it's like just under attack Mm -hmm. and it's like what do i do what do i do here And, and i lean on these guys and through that, I learned that I have the power in Jesus name to speak over that stuff and to, to pray over that stuff and I have control over that and that he's not going to control this this stuff what, what's going on in my life and my household and stuff. And um, there was a point where it was like I, you know it hadn't I was down and was like, man, I, I hate to send out another text. I hate to call somebody else And I actually called Daniel and said, hey, look, I don't know what to do cuz I hate to call and text everybody again for prayer but you know this is going on and I just I don't know what to do and and it's like just you know we're here for you we're going to lift you up speak over it and that's what we did and Honestly, we, we got through all that, and it's it's been awesome. And if you asked me in January if I'd be where I'm at now, I would tell you, no way, there's no way. So we decided, um, we got through that month and decided to keep moving forward. Uh, little did I know, and this is the word we've been using, is I was starting to operate in God's economy, um, starting to give back to Him, starting to run with godly people and meet godly men. And it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, and and seeing the repercussions. I mean, we had money coming in from different places that were just, I mean, crazy making overpayments on things that you wouldn't imagine. it was wild. And, um, somebody just happened to pay off one of my wife's school loans and just pay it right off. And it was just, it was just phenomenal. And it was like, God, what are you doing here? This is crazy. So, um, just started being really faithful and moving forward. And, um, it's just pretty wild so it's like if i needed something it was provided i mean i can tell you miracles and stories if you want to hear them please come to me talk to me because i have a thousand of them um and they're all very very real um and, and god is good i mean if you can give him a little and he'll he'll double it up for you so um so in a nutshell um some things kind of up the kids started with youth um started going to youth and went to youth camp and it was just an answer to prayer. Um, they started doing Bible study and Anna Angela started the praying with the kids and it was just amazing. It's, it is amazing now to see the things that are happen, happening happening in our family and, and what God has changed and stuff. And it all started, you know, with a prayer and, and, and getting through that struggle, just to, I guess almost to make sure that you're going to be faithful, you know, and you're going to lean on God. And we started doing the chapter a day. Um, kind of keeping up with that. And now my wife's wanting to move that to, uh, after dinner and it's just an answer to prayer. It's, it's awesome. Um, and now she's becoming more active, um, coming to the women's, uh, Saturday morning breakfast and things like that. The things that, you know, I've been praying for, for her to get more involved, to get more drawn closer to God and stuff. So it's been awesome. Um, so, um, so what we're doing now to move forward, we are actually, um, Packing up all our stuff. Um, we're going to get rid of our house, and um, we're going to basically be able to use that money to pay off the rest of our debt. Um, we talked, sat down with the financial person and said, yeah, you'll be able to get rid of pretty much 90% of your debt and be debt-free. Um, we're doing some very crazy things. It's very uncomfortable. Um, but um, I think when you start operating in God's economy, you got to get uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. um, ended up uh, – not wanting to go to man's camp. And, uh, I had a bunch of people ask me to go and from different churches and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, why do I need to go? And at the same time I was thinking, you know, am I really going to move and uproot my family and give away all my stuff and move f- forwards and into this unknown world? And, and just, I have not got a plan at all. I, all of us I got is I got God's plan. So, um, wasn't sure what we were going to do there. And, um, so like I said, several people asked me to go to man's camp. I was like, all right, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll go. I finally was talking to Alan, um, Undersall and I was like, man, everybody's asking me to go to man's camp and I just really, I, I don't have the time. I don't, I feel like I don't need to go. I, I just, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, man, if somebody else asked me to go, I guess I'm just, I'm just going to have to go. And at the end of the conversation, he's like, Hey, um, by the way, are you going to man's camp? <laughs> so I said, yeah, I guess I am. And man, am I glad I went. Um, so Went there and immediately, um, the first day, um, there was a song about courage and um hmm. pretty powerful. I mean, God spoke to me that first day and said, You're here for a reason. You gotta have the courage, you gotta have the strength, trust in me. Hmm. Um I don't remember exactly the words of that song, but Amanda they cut through me. And I'm like, God, man, is is this really what you want me to do? Is this you know, you know, I have no idea where we're going <laughs> and what we're going to do. And the very next day, um, Brian preached, and um, he was just preaching about going out there and doing things for God and in the kingdom of God. And and I mean, he looked right over in our area and in our group, and it was like he looked right through me. And he said, "God's got your land." Mm-hmm. God's got your property he's gonna give it to you he's gonna you're gonna use it for his kingdom I mean it was amazing Wow and it just was like that was for me that mm-hmm. was my confirmation that I am on the right track and I am doing what God wants me to do mm-hmm. um, we had 12 men with us um, from young to old guys and um they all shared their stories and it was some of them were similar, some of them were different. Then I realized like my testimony could cover all those. So I shared my testimony for the first time, and um, each one of those people needed to hear it, you know, after the fact. I didn't know that until they're like, you know, I needed to hear that. Um, From stepping out on Tyrone to praying for somebody to um, having faith in God, to trust in God, to, you know, surround yourself with other people. I mean, it was amazing that. The things I had gone through, God used me as a vessel to speak to them. And it was amazing. So, um, so yeah, so man's camp was awesome. Um, it was definitely a confirmation. Um, what I've realized now is um, I realized that I'm moving from God's economy to his kingdom. And how I realized that was um, two weeks ago during Daniel's sermon, he talked about, you know, giving it all up to follow Jesus. And um, the guy gave, he's like, give up all your riches, you know, and follow me. And it, it, it spoke to me and, and, and spoke to my wife. And it was like, man, we're, we're moving somewhere. So something's happening. Something's changing. And then at the very end, again, Phil, with the upside-down kingdom, that just said, hey, this is where you're moving to. You're moving from God's economy to God's kingdom now, Mm. and you're gonna start operating in God's kingdom. And it's pretty amazing and pretty wild, Um, again, from where I came from. So now, where we're at now, we're stepping out in faith. We're gonna start this uh, recreation campground campus that is for adults and children. Um, where families can come together and spend time together and be ministered to, as well as an outreach for this community um, to grow in Christ and to reach people to come to be a part of this uh, kingdom that God has for us. And um, it's been an amazing journey. I know God's not done with us yet. Um, We move forwards every week, and um, it's just pretty exciting. And um, I'm just glad that you know, I got the courage now and, and got out of my comfort zone and, and share this testimony. And this is, um, it's been pretty awesome. So, so yeah, that's kind of it.
2: What are the next steps, Nathan, as well, far as we are, moving um, forward.
3: Yep. We are, um, moving out of the house and, um, we just accidentally bought a camper last week. Um, it <laughs> wasn't supposed to happen. So we'll be moving into that camper. And then, um, We have a door opening that is um, there's a piece of property that is going to be so we can park the camper on it and uh, i'm going to fix up a house as we're doing that so that's another so basically we're going to be able to pay that camper off to the rest of that loan so we'll Mm -hmm. by time we sell the house and stuff we're going to be pretty much debt free which is Uh pretty awesome so and then um, then we'll stay there Um, the plan is for the plan is this is our plan but not god's plan but the plan is to stay there for a year and uh, start looking for property next year to build this recreation place or whatever it, it's it's going to be it's it's we have a lot of ideas but as i've 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 learned um through this experience and stuff you know god's got bigger ideas so it's pretty amazing so <laughs> for sure
1: hmm. that's awesome man thanks, thanks for sharing yeah thank you so much man you you um you talked a lot about the economy of the kingdom of god or the economy of, of god and the shifting from like our kingdom to the kingdom of God. And, um, I think that's a, that's a pretty amazing uh place to be. Um, how has that, um, what have been some of the challenges in getting to that point? Cause I know that can, there can be a lot of fear. There can be a lot of, um, just times where our conscious kind of says, no, this is not possible, you know? And so, um, how, uh, how can you even encourage people that are listening right now that are maybe looking at some of the finite resources that they have and, uh, whether it's time or money or whatever it may be in figuring out what it looks like to transition that to now God's kingdom and God's economy.
3: I lean on others. Mm-hmm. When I'm in doubt, I call my brothers, and my sisters, and I ask for prayer or they'll talk me through it. And you got to remember, um, whatever you're going through finances um you know wife trouble husband trouble kid trouble somebody's out there they've gone through it Mm -hmm. that's why in god's economy um in god's kingdom other people are out there they've gone through it um that's why we go through these trials just to share your story with others somebody's that's how that's how jesus did it he went through things and i mean he was very uncomfortable if you think about it um and he, he he went through these these things to share with us. I mean, we're talking about his stories now. Mm. I mean, how awesome would it be? Um, two years from now, we can touch base, and I can go back to this and say, "Hey, look where I've been," and you know, look how many people's lives we've touched. You know, that's 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 where. I mean, I want to go up to heaven and you know, be like, "You did good, man. You touched so many people's lives. It's awesome. You know, and I'm right. proud of you." and you live for the kingdom of god you that's you know that's mm. you know i want my papa to be proud of me mm. yeah,
0: yeah absolutely i've mm-hmm. had conversations with multiple people recently where we spoke about how the fact that living in god's economy and living in this way it's just it's different and it's hard for people to get it and you yep. don't get it until you get it yep and i think the best way for people to get a taste of that and to want to try it themselves is this is someone like you who's gone through it, coming on and opening themselves up and getting emotional and sharing it from your heart, the experiences that you've lived. So, man, thank you very much for coming yep. in and doing this. No problem. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
1: Nathan, I, I thought you uh, made an amazing point about how the things that you go through, how it uh, it's a story that's used to impact other people. And, uh, Brent, like you were just saying, like some people don't know the kingdom of God or they get to taste the kingdom of God through our lives and through our testimony and, um, and I think that's a really powerful perspective because I think when we go through hard times, it's so easy to just focus inwardly, to focus on right. what we're going right now. And we, we tunnel our vision almost. We just tunnel our vision to our present situation and our present trial. And we fail to see that what, what that God is going to take uh, everything that we have experienced, and, and He's going to use it for good. And some of you know the story of me and, and my wife, but that's that's been our uh, our thing that we really clung to, is the fact that God is going to comfort us in our time of need, and He's going to in turn use what He did in our lives and the comfort that He put on us to comfort other people. Right. And so the, the connection that we get when we open our lives up and open up our struggles and open up the experiences that we've gone through to other people to encourage them, to show them firsthand the comfort of God is so powerful. And so I think that that's an encouragement not only to me, Nathan, thank you so much for just affirming that, but to all of you that are listening, is that when you're going through things that try to pull yourself out of that present situation, and I don't know what you're going through, so that may be really, really hard, but... Uh, think that God is going to use that to help somebody that's hurting the exact same way sometime down the road and that right. God is going to use you to bring the kingdom of God into their life, I think that, that gives us so much hope. Right. You know, and it encourages us so much to think that that none of this is, is for just uh, just just a terrible thing that's happening out of the blue and there's no good that's going to come from it. That God, because of the economy of God, but not only that, because of the kingdom of God, everything that is bad God can take it not only for the good, but also for His glory, and also bring so much healing, Mm -hmm. not only to us, but also through Through us. us. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think that's a pretty good place to wrap up today. Mm -hmm. Um, Nathan, once again, thank you so much for coming and sharing this with us today.
3: Absolutely, man.
1: (laughs) Um, We'll be praying for you, man, and um, yeah, continue to keep us posted and continue to be encouraged, man, because you're impacting a lot of lives, not only here in this room, but. Uh, all the people that are listening and beyond.
3: Cool, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Daniel, would you pray for us today? That'd I'd be love that. nice. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Um, God, I just thank you so much that, that you've uh, never seen us in our pain and our suffering and just have been too distant to even hear our cries for help. But God, you have always been so close in our mess and in our pain and in our struggles and that your comfort, is available to us, that your love and that your peace is available to us. And uh, so, God, I just thank you that uh, you've never abandoned us. And and so, Lord, I just pray that that's a comfort to us, that you rescue us, just like it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, that even though Paul was so overwhelmed that you rescued him and you will continue to rescue him. And so he and we have placed our confidence and our trust in you. And so, God, I just pray that whoever is going through a hard time right now, uh, whoever is experiencing just an overwhelming situation, God, I pray that they will just find their rescue and their comfort and their hope in you uh, because you have never let us down and you have never failed us. And God, I just thank you so much that you take the brokenness of the things that we've experienced, God, and not only do you heal us and put us back together, but you point to us when other people are broken and you say, look. Look what I can do. Look how I can heal you. Look how I can change you. Look how I can come and make your situation brand new. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would just uh, flow through um, this conversation, through this podcast, God, that your grace would just abound and that your love would just overflow and that it would overwhelm us and overwhelm our listeners, God, and that they would just know, Lord, that, uh, that you are good and that you love us so much, and that you went to such great lengths uh, to show your love by sending Jesus, and so that nothing could ever separate us from your love. No hard situation, nothing that we personally do, no personal failure that we have in our life right now can ever separate us from your love. So, God, help us to operate in that love. Help us to, to exist, to Uh, to think of our lives and our time and our family through that love and through that grace. Um, And God changes from the inside out. And Lord, I thank you for Nathan. I thank you for his boldness to share his story. And God, I pray you continue to work in him, continue to bless him, continue to show favor in his life, God. And Lord, I just pray that uh, we'll look even a couple years from now, even a couple months from now, and see, man, God, you're doing amazing things in his life and in the life of his family. And so, Lord, help us to continue to just pray for him, to pray for all of our brothers and sisters that are in need, God. And then also, Lord, help us to be there for each other, to bear one another's burdens so that uh, we can just uh, we can show your love in that. And whether it's a phone call, a face-to-face meeting, or whatever it may be, God, help us to just bear with each other. Uh, So, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for all your good gifts, including just your grace and your mercy that's shown through uh, your son, Jesus, but also through the testimony of people like Nathan. So we love you, Lord, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, guys thank you
0: so much for joining us for episode 30 of the weekly impact podcast we've been doing this Boom. for 30 weeks already guys <laughs> um so um anyway as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast um we urge you we ask you to follow along with us in our chapter day uh movement that we have here at elevation community church in blanchester ohio um we are posting our weekly calendar basically our reading calendar now i'm starting to post it on facebook and i'm going to be putting it up on our website as well um so you'll know where we are and you can follow along with us uh, We urge you to do that if you would. Um, So anyway, that is it for today. We thank you so much. Thank you, Nathan, again for joining us today. Um, And Phil and Daniel, of course. (laughs) And uh, we'll just talk to you guys next week. Have a great one.